Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Hi, how are you? How's it going? I'm Kevin, and you're listening to A Tiny Revolution. It's a podcast about ordinary people living revolutionary lives. And if you're listening to this, chances are you are trying to get out of some sort of spiritual muck, maybe, or maybe you've been in a place of spiritual muckety muck for a while. I just want to let you know, your muckety muck is welcome here, okay? You can be messy, you can be weird, you don't even have to have all the answers, you just have to have a willing heart and some questions. And like maybe like bring some good potato salad to the cookout if you're invited. But of course you are invited, at least you're invited to my cookout. Um, We will be social distancing and wearing masks um, when we're not consuming food, so. But anyways, that is a talk about for another time. What we do wanna talk about today is what is coming up on the horizon. A of all, um, wherever you are, please make sure you're wearing a mask. I know it goes without saying for most people who listen to this, but um, it's just, it's proven. If we want to get out of this, if we want to reduce death, if we want to open up our economies again, we need to be wearing masks. So I don't give a damn what you think about it. Wear a fucking mask when you go out. Okay, Brenda? Um, oh my gosh, I can't keep saying Brenda. I actually have a good friend named Brenda now, and so every time I say her name, it's like, oh no, wait. Because now people say Karen now, but I'm like, uh, maybe I should, whatever. It's a whole, that's a whole another, that's a, not a can of worms I'm going to open, um, personally. So, uh, what's coming up on the horizon? This weekend, I have another, it's the July workshop. I've been, last month I started doing I what is going to be a, a monthly workshop where we just dive deep into some topics around spirituality and practices and unlearning our toxic theology. So this one is specifically going to talk about what were the beliefs that made us miserable and what are the beliefs that apparently are still making us miserable and why do we allow them to run the show in our in our heads? And how do we, rather than trying to just like get rid of them or just like bully ourselves into changing, um, we're asking the question of what would it look like for us to just be more open with love and loving ourselves and loving the part of us that is a little bit, I don't know, feels a little weird. Um, I'm really excited. The first workshop we did, uh, we had about 20 people show up. It was really cool. And there's it's going to be a time of meditation and like do actually participating in practice. I'm unpacking a lot of stuff and then people are going to be throwing in their questions, coming live on screen with me. So we're going to talk things out very much like you would do during a masterclass. Um, if you've ever been to a masterclass and we'll actually like do some practices together, modeling what it looks like. And it's a really cool space. We're vulnerable. Um, it's deep and lovely and you also have access to the playback at all times uh so yeah i i hope that you come and hang out with us tickets are just 33 bucks or if you're a patreon supporter at 25 dollars a month it's your monthly perk so just go check that post and if you're not on patreon girl what you doing you know the drill i'll give you a talk about that later but right now i want to introduce you to the people i'm talking to today They are your favorite everyday lesbians from Instagram, or maybe they're your pastor, or maybe they're your consultant on a creative venture, or maybe they're helping you tell your story, or maybe they're your favorite new author, I don't know. But it's the fantastic and wonderful and the just out of this world, uh, Britt and Sammy Barron. 
I I love them. I I became friends with them through Candice. Like first I met Britt, and then I got in touch with Sammy, and then I hung out with them in real life, and it was the best thing in the whole world. And then somehow, like me and Britt kept ending up in the same places, like like so often like we ended up in the same place in new york one time and then we both ended up in la at a gig um no in florida we were in orlando wow just out of random times and so it's been wonderful to do ministry alongside brit and um and sammy really because like those two are a package deal a duo and today on the podcast we're talking about everything from how they met um to brit's new book called worth it by the way instagram giving away a copy of her book right now go check it out at instagram.com slash the kevin garcia and you can get yourself a copy of worth it maybe for free if you win but i still want you to go buy it um so if you win it to give it away to somebody else you know what i'm saying anyways um brit and sammy are just the most infectious two people and in the conversation today we are talking about the wonders and magic that is Michelle Obama slash the time they met Oprah slash the time they met Gail slash the time that they fell in love when they were both working at a megachurch. Oopsie. Um, let's get into it, guys. Get yourself something to drink. Get yourself something cozy. Um, you know, put your phone on Do Not Disturb. And you know, for once, maybe get a print out a coloring page off the internet. And don't do anything except for listening to this conversation with my good Judy's, my good friends, my sisters, Britt and Sammy Barron. Also, just a quick note about this recording. We recorded this thing, I think, back in February, maybe, because I remember I recorded this at my co-working space in the sound booth. Um, so that's why um, the opening statement is um, what it is. So enjoy. <laughs> How are you doing? Wow. <laughs> We're doing so good. It's like crazy. 2020 is so wild. And it's, yeah, um, y'all it's had February. like the 2020 of the century. But before we dive into that, I want to do the thing I always do, which is like say, okay, you guys show up to a party and someone comes up to you and say, you guys look like some cool cats. Like, what do you do? What's your thing? And you would describe, what would y'all say? Oh, oh wow. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm so happy to be at this party. Isn't it fun? Yeah, what <laughs> a great party. Fun. Thank you for coming to my party. Like, who, yes. like did someone else invite you because I don't remember. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you would be invited to my party, Brit. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I'd be like, "Wow. What a great party. Um, what do we do?" So, we are What would you say, babe? You take the lead. <laughs> Man. Yeah, bring it on. Sa- ask come this on, question Sammy. to myself every day. <laughs> Who are you and what do you do? Um, let's see. Actually, that's I a guess... question everyone should be asking every day. That's actually yes. good wisdom. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Just the beginning of what I have to offer this conversation. <laughs> thank um, God. I guess, let's see. Honestly, um, we are running so fast that this is changing every day. But if someone came up to me at a party and was like, Hey, what's up? Uh, what's your name? What do you do? I would say my name is Sammy. Um, I'm a freelance creative director. Um, I work with my amazing, gorgeous wife, Britt Barron. I don't know if you've heard of her. Um, and that's it. <laughs> Not, and that's it. I live in Pasadena, California with the dog and my wife. That's it. 
Wow. That sounds pretty sweet. What would you say? Um, I'd be like, oh, I'm her beautiful, gorgeous wife that she mentioned. And yes. um, I'm an author. I have a book coming out in July. You can pre-order now. Ooh. Worth it. Um, so I'm a speaker and just person who's trying to do good in the world. And we're just two everyday lesbians trying to make it in L.A. There we go. Everyday lesbians. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard our, our the song yet? No, oh my gosh, I have to you... send it to you. Oh my gosh, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna love it's it. Basically, what you just say. Kind of. <laughs> oh, thank God, I'm really like I'm a jingle writer, a jingle <laughs> jingle a songstress, really. Yeah, John Jacob Jingle Writer Smith. His name is my name too. <laughs> thank you for going there. Um, I am. I want before we talk about the new podcast because I know like that's like part of why we're here. I I want to talk about you guys meeting Oprah and Michelle Obama. Oh my Kevin, we haven't we're almost not. Oh ready. my gosh. It's like it's almost fully sunken in to yeah. my Oh my god. Bones. Like I I can I tell you just like I felt like <laughs> what happened in my body just now is like my I tensed up like I curled into a small ball because I just feel very overwhelmed by the information still that like I'm now officially one degree of separation true oh my god and I'm like oh my fucking god all right so Brit and Sammy were um uh on tour the rise tour rise co and then y'all you know were hanging out with Miss Rachel Hollis at the Oprah 2020 vision tour uh-huh. and what happened? Okay, so listen. Let Give me the people you, let me what they the want. Whole story. <laughs> let me tell the whole story right out, Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So okay. first of all, um, our friend, our friend Rach was like, um, she was like, you guys just hold this weekend. I can't tell you why, and don't try to Google it or figure anything out. Just like don't plan anything this weekend. And so we were oh, like, oh, that's done. nice. But right? also okay. terrifying because like my anxiety Fair. is like, oh, what if I hate this? Yeah. yeah. Well, Sammy was nervous, but I was like, no one's going to ask you to hold a weekend. And then like the surprise is like, oh, we're going to, you know, I, I don't even know. I would have been happy with anything, yeah, you know, because I love a surprise. Sammy does not love a surprise as much. I, wish I, I hate a, a, su- I hate a surprise. I'm not going to No, I can't wait I to surprise say. you. <laughs> so... Then it's like, it's like the Monday and the weekend's like coming up and like, we get a text from like someone she works with, like, Hey, can I get your date of birth for flight information? But we're like, where are we going? Like, we don't even know where we're going. We're just like at home. Mm. And so you don't know shit about what's happening. We don't know shit about shit. We don't know anything. And we just get like messages like, Hey, can you fly out this day? And is it okay if you come back home on this day? And we're like, but where are we going? You know? Nothing. And Rachel's like, just don't try to find out. Just like let it happen. So we're like, okay, like what a rude bitch. We I'd be, just I have would to. <laughs> I would cuss her out. Like I know like, that she's a nice lady and all, but like, <laughs> which is so funny because it's fine. This is the whole scenario is my dream. Sammy was like reading out, but I'm like, like I you can like, get you, on a plane you live and live for that kidding. energy of like yeah. I am a spontaneous, yeah. gone with the wind woman, but without That's the racism or slaves. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know. Let's remake that. Progressive Gone with the Wind. Um, oh my God, queer and black. Oh, okay. And they don't live on a plantation. They live in space. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. 
Whoa. Whoa. Okay, write that down. Yeah, (laughs) I actually have some pen and paper right now. (laughs) Gone with the... Okay, I don't know. Um, Uh, So... Gone with the solar winds. (laughs) Yeah. Gone with Mars. Gone with the... The Martian winds? Okay, Okay. back on track. You um, are getting ready to go. We're going... We, it's like <clears throat> the middle of the weekend, she's like, I'm going to send you a video, but you have to promise to like record yourself watching the video. So we're like, oh my gosh, what is it? You know? Mm-hmm. And at this point I would have been like, she would have been like, there's a new bar in Austin and we're getting drinks. And I would have been excited, you know? Right. And she just sends us a video that she's like, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. And we're like, oh my God, we're going to see Oprah. And then she's like, and Michelle Obama. So we're just like, ah, <laughs> we're like losing our freaking minds. But she's like, like, let me set expectations. Like, we may not even make eye contact, you know? But right, we're all, right, right, like, right. going to be there. So we're like, okay, yes. Like, that's good expectations. So we get there. We get to the event. And our friend, like, Rage goes out on stage. She does her thing. She kills it. We're celebrating. It's just so fun to be in the room. Like, we have zero expectations. Of course. And then, like, someone comes into her green room and is like, hey, Miss Winfrey would like to come in. Um and chat with everyone. Is that okay? Ms. Winfrey <laughs> wants to come and chat? Yes. And then Sammy, like the, you know, teenage mom that she is, was like, just starts cleaning up the green room. Yeah, like, just sort of like, scooping it, like, putting it almost in my shirt, but then pillows, like, stuffing it everywhere I could possibly think I'm like, literally the queen and King is coming into this room right now. I'm like, we need to, we just yeah. need to be like ter standards. Yeah, you know? we cannot make this. And the King is, who's the King? Oprah is both. Oh, okay. <laughs> she embodies yeah, all either. things. She We're is the genderless true. Christ. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So the like it. Miss Winfrey comes in and is so nice. She's wearing like a full suede jumpsuit oh. and is just oh, like, yeah. hi. Perfect. Like, you know, obviously introducing herself like we don't know yeah. yeah everything about like, her i'm just i'm just a regular woman <laughs> yeah yeah she's like oh hi i'm like just, hi i'm just me. reaches out and like just gives each one of our hands just like a little squeeze like a gentle yeah. squeeze like looks in her eye like hi hi like i'm op-. like she mm-hmm. literally introduced herself to all, every one of us i'm then, oprah yes yeah like and we're <laughs> like not breathing basically. yeah and i'm like hey i'm beans you know <laughs> i don't know and then we like have this delightful chat with her. She leaves. We scream, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, yeah. We and then we're it. like, we could, we could be done. Yeah. Everything could be done, and this would have been amazing. Yeah, that and like, then we could close out twenty twenty right now. We could, sure. yes. And this Tired. is like, mm-hmm. but then we're like, we got to go back out to the event because Oprah is about to interview Michelle Obama, and we don't <sighs> want to miss this. One hundred percent. Go out to the interview. We watch the interview. First of all, I'm like crying. I'm laughing. Michelle Obama is the most relatable. It's so strange how good she is at being a human being. And we're like, you know, the interview wraps and we're like, oh my gosh, this is the best day of my life. And the producer from the show, who, you know, has been showing us around and stuff, comes and she's like, come with me. Hurry, hurry, come with me. And we're like, what? Oh my God. What? Wait, why? Like we're all like, no one wants to say what we think might be happening, you know? Because you might jinx it and then it won't happen. Yeah. Like she just wants to get us to our car. Maybe like, you know what I mean? Like there's so many options at this point. 
And then she brings us to the back and she's like, okay, just wait here. And then she's like, you guys want um, like a, a meet and greet photo with Michelle Obama, right? And we were like, I, uh, <laughs> like me, uh, I, uh-huh. I could cry yes. honestly right now, just retelling mm-hmm. the story. Like mm-hmm. just knowing that like I was on my way, like <laughs> she, she, you were uh, she was on the way to us. you. I mean, we, so like then we are walking up there and of course it's like, I mean, there's easily 15 people just staring at us, like watching us walk up to her, like her security team, her PR team or everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like maybe don't look her in the eye. I don't know what's, you know, like what kind of person yeah, you what, what's going to gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Like if you, if your heart is not pure enough, I hear that you'll die seven days later. Yes, literally. I, yeah. It's like, so first of all, she's in a royal blue jumpsuit and she's mm. so tall yeah. and perfect. Yeah. And then I, it's like, I'm walking up and she has her arms out for a hug. Yeah. Uh... Not even like a light, just pat on the back. Like, no, she is a church please. lady. It was she, so genuine and so precious. I'll never forget. I'll that. never forget. And I said, I'm beans and hunger. And she said, beans, I'm never going to forget you. And then I died. I'm <gasps> guaranteed she already has forgotten, but it doesn't matter. Nope. She said, she said, I'll never forget you. And I'm going to believe her until proven otherwise. Sammy walks up. Gives her a hug and says, I'm Bean's wife. And she's like, Bean's wife? <laughs> yeah, I was like, she doesn't even know my name. She doesn't even know my name. It's just like, no, Sammy's just like, no, I just, I just, I like, we're one flesh, so like, I yeah. identify with, you know? Yep. No, and she was like, oh here. my gosh, so, how sweet. And I was like, I, everything about my body, I became a woman. I'm different. Yeah. I'm okay. different. <clears throat> yeah, I'm so glad that you guys have. I think you've entered like crone stage. Like the, <laughs> you've stepped into your full power as as lesbian witches. You know. Exactly. Oh praise! Especially. Yeah. So that's oh, how we started the year. I don't even know what's gonna happen now. Yeah. Like, fuck twenty. Fuck the rest of 2020. Like we're gonna have either a socialist or a woman in the in the in the White House. So yeah, somebody. Honestly, anybody. I don't even. <laughs> Yeah, a, a but well, I mean, somebody, <laughs> listen, I had this like crazy idea. Like, I was just like, Kevin, what if you become president in years? I'm like, nah, I'm uh, that's too stressful. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. just like, yes, I'm all for revolution. But just like I want to like I would only want to become the president so I could burn down the White House. Yeah. You know, and then that'd um, be tough. Mm-hmm. to follow up yeah. after. I don't know if I would get reelected after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is the White House gone? Oh, well, President Garcia yeah. decided to throw a Molotov, Molotov cocktail <laughs> in the kitchen while the gas was still going. Yes. We had a great time. Lowell's wow. just kidding. Um, government, when you're listening to this podcast later, just know that I don't actually want to do that to the White House. Yes. No. Um, no, no, no. Lest I be perceived as a threat. So, I am just so pleased and so happy that I feel like it was such, and I said this to you in a voice message to both of you, and I still believe it. You guys are on the same level as the women that you met because you're so prolific and you're so powerful (laughs) and uh, you witness to human goodness, which is something that we all need more of. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. So, so, uh, you guys get to pick what we 
go on to next. I could do like personal questions or we could talk about your podcast or we could talk about the book. Um, hmm. We're working together as creative people. What's wow, your choose your own adventure. I yeah. thought like we, like we should talk about your book. Are you just saying I then you won't have to talk as much? No, I'm happy to jump in at any oh, okay. point. Then we can talk about creative stuff too. Okay. But I feel like that's <laughs> the most... Uh, yeah, yeah, that is the thing coming up soon that we're really excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which but Kevin, is, uh, also any of those things, if you want to jump... Like, we are here with you for you. For you. And... We love you. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. So... Y'all, I appreciate. Like, I, what's so interesting is so like when me and Britt first met, we were in New York City <laughs> in fucking. Uh, what? Where were we? What? What? Which part? Uh, uh, we were in Harlem. Yes, we were in Harlem, and then we ended up getting drinks and with George McHale and kind of. I mean, I got pretty fucked up that night. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. That was one of the wildest nights of my life. I don't know if I've stayed out that late. Oh my Since we were then. out to like three, I think. Yeah, and my flight was at like six. Yeah. Like it was. I was like, "Who are you?" Yeah, that's great. Yeah, this yeah. might be the we, first time you ever. Like, Danny was already awake. Yeah, uh, all we've all been. And actually, no, I, I, I didn't do that. I've never stayed up all night through a flight because I can't do red eyes. Actually, no, yeah. I don't want to say that. I could do a red eye. I just prefer not to. Yeah, don't um, limit yourself. Yeah, I uh, I just know my energy level is low, lower than the average bear, um, yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Um, also, like I think it's funny that I say that now, realizing that like that's my future. Like I just turned thirty, y'all. And, like, oh my uh, gosh! Welcome. It, yeah, welcome. Happened. Okay, what's the? I need advice though, like because like my I I started taking fiber supplements recently. Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm like. Oh, it's just like I'm not used to like my body not working the way it used to, and it like scares me ever so slightly. You know? Yeah, this is definitely the decade where you have to be like way more intentional about everything body related. Like, <sighs> but here's the benefit of that. Mm-hmm. I feel here's how I see it. I feel like you've had 29 years mm-hmm. of knowing yourself, and now you get to enter in a new season of like knowing yourself even better and being like. Body, what do you need? Is it not dairy right now because you can't process that anymore? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not going to do that. Is it this? It's like, okay, let's take like knowing our body to the next level. I feel mm-hmm. like that's yeah. what 30s is. Yeah. So that's exciting to me, you know? Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, you would put the ram in the thicket for me, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love... I love making obscure biblical references that only our people will get. I love an obscure um, reference. So yeah, let's um, let's chat about the bookie book. We the reason I talk about us meeting each other in New York is because that's when we discussed this for the first time. It was yes. you and George, and we said, "You guys, a year from now, books of something." None of us made that deadline, but about like two years later, or no, like a year and a half, we just needed an extra like six months. I think we nailed it. Yeah, it was yeah. And I'm really proud of us. We did it. Yeah, we did do it. And your book, uh, full title, worth it. Subtitle: Overcome Your Fears and Embrace the Life You Were Made For by Britt Motherfucking Baron. Hey. <laughs> um, also, this cover is just so beautiful and so joyful. Mustard yellow is like really your color. I am. Oh my gosh! Wow, really thank is. you. This is a hundred percent the brainchild of my wife. Ugh, but... Come on, Samantha. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
I hope people judge the book by the cover. Like exclusively, I'm like, please judge it because the cover is really good. Yeah, it really is. So, um, I was crying. I was. I told you yesterday. I was crying reading the introduction because you were just like, yeah. I actually really did have like the best day of my life on my wedding day. And, so, I did. and, and like you know, here's all these people, and this is. Uh, <clears throat> This is, here I am, and here's my story. I want to know if, uh, sum up the book, like, you know, what's the elevator pitch for Worth It? Yes, so, Worth It is, um, it's a story about, I think, choices that everyone has. has. I tell the stories through the lens of my own life and experiences as being a megachurch pastor who realized she was gay and had to come out, being a black woman in America, um, being a woman in America, Um, but I think through all of those stories, I've learned something very true and real about overcoming fear and breaking out of the small narratives that people write for you, which is a more universal story. So, uh, it's not just a story for queer people. It's not just a story for people of color. It's not just a story Mm -hmm. for women. Um, those are my experiences, but I think, you know, we all have the same kind of choices to make as to whether or not we're going to evolve beyond people's expectations or not. Mm -hmm. I was just, I'm just first of all I'm <clears throat> pumped anytime uh any one of the family any one of the queer fam gets a book out there mm-hmm. in whatever way because like it just feels like such a victory for so many of us and what I really am excited about with your work is that I think it's exactly what you said it's not just a book for queer people to feel better about being queer and people of faith still um but it's really like this deep invitation for everyone to like really humanize the experience of people who live with multiple marginalized identities um, mm-hmm. of being able to say like, like, listen, like I really need you to see me yeah, because that's the, and then also I really need you to see yourself. Mm. Right. Mm. And that's something I, <clears throat> I talk about in, in one part of the book is how are we ever supposed to be able to, honor and respect the complexities in other people if we cannot honor and respect the complexities within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, so much, so many times I feel like I, I run into people who are trying to understand something on an intellectual level when I'm like, no, understanding human complexity and growing empathy is going to start with you understanding the, mm-hmm. the, the complexities in your own self. Um, and that's work that we, we all have to do, right? If we want to be able to meet another human being where they are, we need to be able to meet ourselves where we are. Yeah. I, something I've said to a few people is that, um, I, the reason that people, it's like, sorry, someone tried to call me just now and then I left my train of thought. Um, (laughs) some, Back me up. What did you just say? God damn it. Um, honoring the complexities in ourselves. So yes, honoring the complexities in ourselves. Uh, <laughs> something I have noted for so many people that I've either worked with or just like the pain that I encounter in, like within like the millennial generation and the generations, like everyone who's basically been affected by like the patriarchy and all the bullshit therein. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed it's Sorry, just like. I I'm not talking to you, Siri. God fucking damn it. Jesus. Mercury is in lemonade, mama. What I was saying is that people, typically, I think that, like, the how we forgive other people, I think, honestly, begins with forgiving ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, what I what I think like people are just like I don't need to forgive myself or anything. I'm just like, yes and no because like mm-hmm. yes, there's you've done nothing for so for those of us especially who come from like abusive spaces or uh, spiritually conservative spaces. It's not so much that I think that we need to like forgive ourselves for thinking differently. We couldn't have helped that. You know, we did the best we could. But I think there's a part of me that I needed to forgive myself for the time I think I wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, or like there's just like, oh, I should be beyond where I am right now. I'm just like, I can't be beyond where I am right now. I didn't start till five years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and being able to honor like the complexity not only of an entire um, like massive story, but then also realize just like, I could only ever be right here. Mm. Like, totally. Yeah, like, ugh. So yeah, I just, I resonate with you. Mm. And that's something I like, you know, had to get in touch with too in writing this is like, there was Mm -hmm. a time where like, I thought it was a sin to be gay. And Mm -hmm. there was a time when I thought like, I don't know, maybe men are better leaders. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these are real thoughts that went across my brain. Um, And I know what it felt like to find such comfort in a set of beliefs that weren't even serving me anymore, but but felt so comforting to have. Um, Mm. And that the thought of that being taken away felt so terrifying. Like all of these things are my real experiences and that will shape the way that I engage with people who, you know, maybe are encountering some of those same thoughts, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, it changes things, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, of course in Miracles says that your perception gives rise to your entire world and that Ooh. there are no idle thoughts for what can give rise to a world can merely, can hardly be called idle. You know? Mm. Yeah. That sounds like the opening that's going to scroll across the screen for Gone with the Space Wind. <laughs> Gone with the Solar Wind. <laughs> solar wind. <laughs> and it's going to be like a whole existential, it's like the whole piece has nothing to do with actually Gone with the Winds. It's more like a big existential queer piece. God, we're geniuses. Um, like, why don't, like, get this into to... production ASAP. Yeah. Like, I, I know. Uh, <clears throat> Mike is like connected with like somebody in the movie industry. We'll give him a call. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we have this idea for like a sci-fi queer film. Do you want to pitch this? We to are going to need friends? a pretty big budget because we're going to have to shoot it on Mars. Uh. <laughs> and we know it's like a big commitment to like get there, and you might not come back, but like it's for the culture. Elon Musk has a Tesla up there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can use that. <laughs> Elon Musk. Oh. Uh. So down. This, but yeah. Um, wow, we're really good at this. This is why like I wanted to catch up with y'all because A, <laughs> this is what I live for is just funny ass people. Um something okay, so like something I think someone has mentioned to both of y'all is that uh-huh. y'all should probably do stand up of some kind. Kevin, are you prophetic? Okay, so that okay, is that is my twenty twenty. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I am a witch. Yeah, Brit yeah. Br- Br- is going to do stand up in 2020. This is a goal that she's oh set. Oh my god! Yes. And I'm nervous. Which is good though. Which is good. Yeah. She, you haven't been nervous in a while. Like you got it. Like I haven't been. And I don't mean this in like a cocky way. I just mean this in like the way I haven't been 
set myself up to be bad at something in a while, you know? Mm. Um, or to like... No, I don't think that sounds cocky. I, th- I think that sounds honest. Yeah, to like explore a craft that like I know nothing about. You know what I mean? It's like you can't be good. You, like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to get up there and be like, oh my gosh, wow, this is the best comedian I've ever heard. It's going to be like clunky and I'm going to mm. figure it out, but I'm really excited to like try something new in that way. Will you come mm. to her first stand-up, Kev? Oh, 100%. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'll do? I'll get up and bomb in front of you, so no matter what you do, it'll be better than what, than okay. what I do. Yeah, that is a real friend. Um, I, my, my big thing for 2020 is like I wanted to do actual an actual drag performance in 2020, and I did that last Friday in Detroit. Anabaptist? Yes, Anabaptist went to my friend's party, and uh, she... You know, slayed the house down with her beard. She like had a glittery I beard. I love she, that oh you keep. God. I love your beard. Ugh, I'm gonna send you a little, uh, little photo, a little uh, video sesh. Uh, forgot to give my phone to someone to like take a video, but mm-hmm. I will say like the the dress stayed on. Now, granted, yes. my boobs sweated off before I actually got on stage, <laughs> and I had to throw them off before I walked on. Oh. oh my You know what gosh. I'm saying? You ever get that feeling when your boobs just like literally sweat off you? Oh. Your hairy yeah. chest? You ever have yes. that happen to you? It uh, happens more, oh my gosh, more times than I can count. Kevin, will you oh perform at my birthday party, which is an adult talent show this year? Bitch. <laughs> you know I will. Can you open? Oh, I, you know what? Oh, I'll host the whole circle. damn show. Full circle moment because the theme this year for the talent oh show God. is space. It's space. <laughs> <laughs> yes, gaze in space. <laughs> God, this year just keeps getting better and better, wow. you guys. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, universe. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, I hear you perfectly. Yeah, let me know when is your birthday now? When is this event? Don't tell October. me on the air. Tell me after the call's over. Text okay, me. Okay, so okay. Because okay. right. <laughs> as much as I want all of the, the you know humanity to join in with the joy of beloved community, I also believe in boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's so true. Good. Wow. Thank you for um, the reminder. Um, come on now. Okay. Um, so let's also now. Um, Let's talk about your, you guys are starting a new podcast called Everyday Lesbians. Everyday um, Lesbians. <laughs> Everyday Lesbians. Um, so, Sammy, why don't you tell me how this idea came about, what it is, when, like, you know, what could what the people could expect? Yes, we're so excited about it. This is something, one of the first things that, um, we're doing together, which is really exciting for 2020. We did a podcast with um, uh, Rise Together on Rachel's um, podcast, and that was such a blast. We had so much fun, like telling our story and kind of talking very candidly. And mm-hmm. it was actually after that that we were we were like, "Whoa, should we do this?" And we started dreaming a little bit with Rachel and. Um, and so originally our podcast name was going to be Celesbians, and that's where we were going to talk to just celebrity lesbians. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't hate that idea. No, right? It's a good idea. But yeah. then we decided that Celesbians would be a segment on our show, Everyday Lesbians. And so um, Everyday Lesbians is where we're, uh, we're everyday lesbians who talk to everyday people about everyday things. So it's a very, like, 
not limited to the lesbian lifestyle or for lesbians, but it's it's for everyone. And we're hoping to like talk to interview a lot of people, talk to people, just kind of normalize the humanized stuff that I feel like is a common theme with our our message and what we like, you know, t- talking about. Um, and then of course we'll have a segment about lesbians where we get to interview and I'm just going to name a few that we're going to goal that we have a goal mm. for. Um, uh, Lena Way. Vision board. Um, Lena. Oh. <laughs> Abby Wambach. Mm-hmm. Abby Glennon. Um, oh my lord. We're going to just talk to a bunch of people. Yeah. Ellen probably Ellen, wants to be on yeah, it. Yeah, we'll be on it. Put it on there. Um, <laughs> Listen, can I tell you like it has been my biggest fucking dream to talk to Ellen. Like the, and I tr- I sent, I, I tagged her. I was like, hey, read my book. Like, can we please get this? Like, yes, yes. and this is the thing. And like, I don't, this is something I think about a lot is that there, and let me ask you this in addition to continue to talk about this. There is a fear, I think, among queer people and queer creatives and anybody who, you know, came from like evangelicalism in general, people who come from oppressive places, we feel bad about plugging our own shit and we feel mm-hmm. bad about asking for what we want. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it just makes me so mad yeah. that like all of these like mediocre again, like it's the it's sorry, mediocre white men. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Who, while I love them as children of Christ and, you know, <laughs> brothers in the family of God and whatnot. Um, equity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so like when we like when like I think it's such a beautiful, bold and prophetic statement to say like we want to have Glenn and Abby on mm-hmm. the podcast. Mm-hmm. We want to have Ellen. Mm-hmm. We want. And so like when I don't think it's a, such a wild thing for us to say, I want to be on Ellen's show or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want Oprah to read my fucking book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, it's not. And, and I think you're like exactly right. Like we talk about this all the time. It's like we have we have to get more comfortable with putting ourselves out there because mm-hmm. e- everyone else is, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah, it's how we, it's also just like if we want like, you know, if we want to be seen as normal people, it's like mm-hmm. we need to be in the arena with other nor- quote unquote <laughs> normal people. Totally. Totally. I know. That's what I was telling Sammy. Like, I had this sort of, like, vision. I was watching Brene Brown's Netflix special. Mm-hmm. And obviously, big fan of Brene Brown because... Brene Brown. She, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Needs no description. Um, and so I was watching it, and, and she's obviously, like, she's obviously a, a big ally um, and all these things. And so she's... And she doesn't... She's not talking about sexuality. She's not talking about these things. She's, you know, talking about life and vulnerability and all these things. But every, you know, example she uses about her family, she's got a husband. Her name is Steve. I know that because mm-hmm. I love Brene Brown. Um, and I told Sammy afterwards, I was like, babe, I, I want to be like Brene Brown. Like, I don't want to... We're, we're going to only have to talk about sexuality or only talk about spirituality, only talk about these things. I want to talk about what we want to talk about but whenever I talk about my family, I have a wife, you know, yes. it's a very like, this isn't the only interesting thing about us, it's, you know, which is why our, our podcast is funny. We want to call it everyday lesbians, um, mm-hmm. but we're just everyday people wolves. and we're just talking about stuff, you know, like, yeah. Um, and that, and that's the thing is like, um, and I think the, the podcasts that usually get the most play are like kind of like these slice of life type mm-hmm, deals because mm-hmm. like I think what people are looking for and at least something I was looking for for a long time is just a like 
I want to like I want a I want to see myself reflected in media because we're yeah. egoic people and like mm-hmm. who doesn't want to see that? But then also like to have something like a podcast where it's just like oh my god, there's two lesbians living in California and they're happy, <laughs> right? Like that's a story I would love to get yeah. involved with. I'm yeah. also like low key picturing you. Do you guys ever watch Trixie and Katya on YouTube? Mm-mm. No. Oh, God. What? Mm. I mean, I I will say like it's a. It's more of like gay man central because drag queens. Mm-hmm. Um, Where is it, Trixie Mattel? You Trixie Mattel and Katya Zamolochkova. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yes. <laughs> um, but they're basically. I'll send you their playlist. It is yes, the most please. ridiculous shit. Anyways, and there's like, hey, this week we're gonna talk about money. This week we're gonna talk mm. about death. This week we're yeah. gonna talk about. Um, but like, they're just like joking and being themselves the whole time, while also like sometimes dropping some knowledge. Mm. That's and our like, lifestyle. That's it right there. Is it an alternative lifestyle? (laughs) (laughs) Triggered. Sorry. Um, Okay, so we've got. Oh my God. Over the air? Yeah, just play it into the earphones. Okay, do you want to hear it? Play it into the. Yes, I do. This is not. It's not the, the final version. Like, it's not the final recording of it, you know? That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But it's. But. Okay. It's ready good. for this? Probably not, okay. but I'm ready anyways. Okay. Getting groceries, braiding traffic jams, walking the dog and hanging with the fam. Every day, SPMs, they're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> yes! They're just like us. Oh my god. I can see, can I also say, like, I can already see, like, the merch. Yes! Oh, merch. It's happening, yes, it's happening. I'm so excited. No, like, the thing I'm picturing I, yes. is, like, literally, like, you two wearing, like, sunglasses and, like, giant coats, like, posing next to your pole. And oh gosh, it just yes. says, every, like, and also Barclays there, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and it just fun. says, everyday lesbians, but, like, you guys look like... Uh, LA hipster royalty. <laughs> yeah. Put that on a plain white shirt. Oh my god. Wow. And uh, I would wear it, and then you would have a picture of me wearing your shirt, yes. and then we would become an internet meme. Yeah. <laughs> Levels. Yeah. All a part of the plan. We're so excited. Yeah. I'm so we're glad really, we're on really the same excited. same yeah. vision. Thank you for that. <laughs> Yeah, don't steal that. If you steal that, I'm gonna kill you. I'm just kidding. No. Wow, that was really aggressive. I'm sorry. Um, no, I've been. Uh, I had a really long conversation yesterday with someone about like nonviolence, and so like, uh, I'm being really self conscious around like even like when people say I'm gonna kill you, I'm just like mm, violent language. I don't want to use mm-hmm. that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So yeah, sorry to bring it down like 27 notches. <laughs> Okay, I had a, I had a, like a deep response because we were talking about that too. When something is like so exciting or amazing, we're we say like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna die!" Oh, mm-hmm. I, this is like killing me. Like in a pot in a way where we're saying like, actually, it gives me life, but we use language that's death for mm-hmm. something that's like life. And we we just talked about that too. I was like, that's so interesting. It's like yeah. similar, but I don't know. Yeah, we want to be more like, more conscious of that. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think there's like you know you know language is what we use of it, but I do think it's like 
the intention there like mm-hmm. do do like is there something deeper because also the, the opposite might be true like maybe there's nothing there and i'm like i'm seeing mm. something where there doesn't need to be anything yeah but yeah whatever everything is meaningless anyways right lol <laughs> I always tell people, it's like, you guys, you guys got to realize something and is that in a couple billion years, the sun is going to expand and encapsulate where the earth is now. And Lord knows at the rate we're going, we're not going to get interstellar travel down by then. So don't worry. Eventually all your mistakes will be erased <laughs> in the great fire. Um, <laughs> Did you not hear me say that there's a Tesla on Mars? Oh yeah. yeah but also yeah. like Mars so is close we'll to the okay. sun. So if this, if Mars is closer to the sun. No, the sun's only going to explode one way. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. That's <laughs> how it works in gravity. Space. Well, because of my extensive knowledge of science, because of growing mm-hmm. up in the church, mm-hmm. yes. I can say with certainty yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I'm, my extensive growing up in the church, like the earth is low 6,000 years. <laughs> yeah. Give or take. And we are even lower than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is such like like I try to like get into like I've been doing this um, a lot of my work recently has been around this idea of how do we communicate theology and how do we communicate uh, better ideas about living not <clears throat> just to people in the church who like hear it from a pulpit but how do we do it um, across different mediums and across across with a T on the end. That's how you know I'm from the South. Because yeah. I say shit like across. Um, I want to work across the aisle. Um, but I've been really like jamming on this idea of how do we, as people who like live in like, I hate using the word influencer, but like, mm-hmm. whoop, there it is. Leaders in the movement, uh, people with platforms, um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, is how do we use that in a way that is productive, um, in a way that is both uh, joyful and healing? Mm-hmm. Um, because like we need our gloom and doom prophets out here, mm-hmm. and we need them to like show. I, I, but I think that uh, something one of my sisters told me was just like the world will follow joy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that there is something to say, just like, what good is it for you to come out of the closet and get rid of your church if you're still walking around with trauma? What does a man gain mm-hmm. to get the whole world but lose his soul? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think Jesus said something about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so what I think like by by the work that we're doing is like, I don't I don't want to, I'm, I'm very curious about like, how, what does discipleship look like in, in the new world? Mm-hmm. And like, does I don't think discipleship necessarily looks like I'm trying to get someone to think a certain way. I'm merely just showing you how I got where I am. And if you want to do it, try it. Mm. That's what yeah. I think real discipleship is like. It's like you are invited to mm. look and watch and observe. You're invited to uh, be a part of your own journey. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I think what yeah, you said I'm, earlier is just like so true so true about the world is that you i think just in our world today it's it's easy to find despair like not despair just it's easy to find bad news 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think what people, yeah, and that doesn't mean we need to ignore it or pretend like things aren't happening or that things aren't mm-hmm. hard or that there's not fires and um, we need to take better care of the planet and there's not systemic racism in the picture. Like we, we, I'm not ignoring these things. And at the same time, I think we just need way more people reminding everyone that it's still okay mm-hmm. to find joy mm-hmm. um, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. can come through whatever it comes through for you. But God, we cannot, like, we cannot forget joy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you say all the time. I feel like Bean mm-hmm. says, like, I don't know if you're the original person that said this, but joy is our act of resistance. And I feel mm-hmm. like we, that's how we try to live our life. And very, I mean, unintentionally, but intentionally, because we're, I'm an Enneagram 9, married to an Enneagram 7, <laughs> which we automatically just fall into that space mentally. Um, of looking towards the positive and good energy and you know so it's a little bit easier for us than other Mm -hmm. but we say that like we want to live our life full of joy and tell that story every day because it isn't the major voice right now you know and and so we want to contribute to that in the world and i think that what you guys just described is so in A Course in Miracles, it would say that all minds are joined. And so when one mind is healed and comes back to love, all minds are healed. So it's like mm. when we are able to remember who we are, when we're able to come back to love, when we are able to, in spite of the circumstance, find forgiveness, if when we are able, in spite of all the trauma that we face, to show up again to mm. relationship and to love, um, that like it's it's when i when i step in like i feel like there's a lot of people just like well i don't want to be too joyful because i don't want to step on the people who don't experience joy right now i'm Mm. just like you know i was thinking about this the other day i'm just like what does it mean to stand in solidarity with the poor it is not actually to you know take a vow of poverty sure but just like i can do more good uh like poverty my poverty serves no one Mm. um and i i think the same thing is true is like my Yes, sure, I can have grief and honesty and I can bring all those things with me. Mm-hmm. But me not expressing my joy serves no one. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. not mm-hmm. declaring my goodness serves no one. Me mm-hmm. not being able to celebrate myself serves no one. Mm-hmm. But if I do celebrate myself, what do we do? We liberate people without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. Which is so true. Yeah. And like we've seen that in every area of our life, we've seen that. Like, mm-hmm. And so many times you think you're doing something just for you and you realize you're doing it for so many people around you who are watching, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So many people around you who needed that. So many people around you who you didn't even know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not even why you're doing it. You're finding your own liberation for yourself. We were finding freedom for ourselves. Even even coming out, it's like we did that for ourselves because we wanted to be together because we were in love. And that act, right, like has... I mean, those ripples from that decision and that liberation have gone so far beyond just us. Um, and, and that like motivates me, right, in my own work now of like, what choices, what freedom do I need to find? Like, what mm-hmm. work do I need to do that the ripples of that will go far beyond, you know, yeah. even my How life. I continue? It's like, it's the recognition of like, I think for many of us, it's like Richard Rohr would talk about the first and second half of life. Like when you work through something incredibly hard, like coming out, it's like almost you can enter into the second half of life sooner where you realize, oh, my God, it was never a destination. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, 
you mean the the work of mindfulness and unlearning all my bullshit and re like remembering love you're telling mm -hmm. me that's a lifelong process i'm like hello welcome to discipleship under the the yoke of christ it's light though mm -hmm. don't worry yeah <laughs> but that's how going back to your original kind of what you were saying a couple minutes ago about discipleship i feel like for so long um at least my part of my christianity experience was like focusing on other people so much that i dismissed mm -hmm. myself and so i feel like when when you're talking about new wave of discipleship quote unquote it's like i feel like it is yourself like focusing on disciple yes. yourself like yes. heal and and you know love and do all that for you because that in turns not for other people like legitimately for yourself because people like it, it's it's in, it's um it, i don't know what i'm that if that makes sense yeah. but it's it's more attractive mm -hmm. and more important it's, i think the more important work than um mm -hmm. suppressing it's the paradox of it's it's a paradox for sure yeah because I think it kind of goes like that old adage of just like, who are you filling your own cup first? Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. Which it's, it's like, it's old. It's a very, very old image, but like, it's so real of like, and I can tell you just probably as like, y'all can testify as testify. God, I'm such a Christian today. <laughs> um, but like the, the reality of like, I can tell when I'm off, I can mm -hmm. tell when mm -hmm. I'm off my particular practices. Like if I'm upset about something, if I am short tempered, if, Whatever it is, like, I have to be, like, if I can begin to notice, I'm like, oh, if I'm upset about something that's really petty, that, that's, that's just data. That's, that means that there's something going on. Hmm. I said that I haven't dealt with or I'm not uh, paying attention to. Hmm. And, and, like, once we get there, and I think, like, it's absolutely right. It's just, like, it's not so much, like, the practices are not, like, a list of to-dos to check off a list. The list of practices, like, if the practice, practices of faith should help you have a happier life like god wants you to be happy like i know that sounds like a mm -hmm. crazy concept to mm -hmm. claim mm -hmm. but i actually do believe that like the will of god is that i would be happy and when i remember mm -hmm. that i am one with spirit i am i can mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. but it, like it takes practice like and it takes mm -hmm. like work and like it takes remembering that you're not going to be perfect the whole time like Mm -hmm. Peace doesn't stick around all the time because we live in a crazy world, but peace, in my experience, will always return to those who seek it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Sorry. Damn. I get so <laughs> philosophical too much all the time. You know me, I though. I love it. I like it. I love it so much. I okay. Love it. Um, I know that we have to, I need to hang up soon because I have to go to therapy. <laughs> oh, yes. Great. I'm you know. waiting till Thursday. <laughs> yeah. uh, good for you. Um, okay. So, if you wouldn't mind, tell humans on the internet where they can connect with you, your work, etc. On the internet, on Instagram, you can find me at Brit Baron, one T, two R's, and uh, BritBaron.com. And you can find me at Sammy Lane Co. on Instagram. And then um, I'm a creative director for our company, Other Dreamers. So otherdreamers.co is where you can find our work. And then if you want to pre-order Britt's book, yes. um, go to worthitbook.co and you can find all the information there and pre-order her book. It's amazing. And she's really so is. talented. So if you want it's to, I mean, no pressure, but it's amazing. <laughs> what I, and also what I really love about this book and I think I like about... I don't want to say like our generation of writers, but like I think people who kind of work in this like 
telling our story around like spirituality, faith, and good living from a queer perspective, I can hear our voices as I'm reading. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can yeah. hear you in the words. It's so good. So go pick up Worth It. It's uh, available for pre-order all over the internet. And look out for Everyday Lesbians coming to a podcast platform <laughs> near you soon. Yes. 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 Thank you, Kevin. That was absolutely sensational. And I'm so glad I got to share that with you. Thank you, Britt and Sammy, everyday lesbians and, you know, author and creative humans, queer people of faith. I just, I just fucking love you guys. And I'm really thankful that we got to be on the pod together. So thanks. Um, Come back and do it again sometime. I'd love to hang out. And uh, you can, um, unlike what we said on the podcast, Britt's book is actually out today. If you're listening to this on July 21st, 2020. Her book's out. It's called Worth It. Go pick it up uh, wherever you get your books. It's at worthitbook.co. Um, you can also check out Britt and Sammy at otherdreamers.co, brittbaron.co. It's it's all .co's. Um, but go find them. Follow them on the internet. They're incredible humans and just such an encouraging presence to see. And uh, congrats, Britt. You deserve everything. Ooh, speaking of your book, um, we're doing a giveaway over on my Instagram. So go to my Instagram, which is at the Kevin Garcia, and make sure that you a little tappy tappy likey likey follow follow, and you too can possibly win a copy of my book, Bad Theology Kills, and Britt Barron's new book, Worth It. For nothing, just literally, just for sharing. What like that's they got nothing to lose, babe. So go over there, go follow both of us, and then also go buy Britt's book um, because it's amazing. And then follow them on Instagram so you can get that everyday lesbian goodness. It doesn't happen all the time. Didn't quite make it to a podcast, but you know what? We were all really ambitious at the beginning of quarantine, weren't we? So like you know, yeah. <laughs> I love you too. That's the end of another podcast. So let's do the usual, where I tell you about how this podcast is supported by 120 humans on Patreon. And that number like generally stays around 120, but I'm really, I'm looking for, I'm looking at you, friend of the show who's been listening for a while or new friend of the show. Maybe you're listening for the first time and you're thinking, you know what? I can get behind this and I want to hear more positive spiritual things. I want to get more spiritual insight. I want to get more help with crafting uh, my faith into something that I can actually appreciate, believe, and can uh, live out. Um, So if that's you and you want to get more access to that, I've got a bunch of really cool resources over on Patreon. Every single Monday, I post a new video just for my Patreon supporters where I talk about new spiritual ideas, how to forgive ourselves, how to undo the toxic theology that's been hurting us and reintroduce ourselves to love. Reintroduce ourselves to love. Sorry, I recognize that I was mumbling just then. So yeah, I want you to come join me over there on Patreon. It's an easy way to support the work and it's an easy way for you to connect to a deeper level of spirituality. And I want you there. So uh, check that out. Um, Other things, just remember the workshop is coming up at the end of the month, which is actually this weekend. So if you are into that sort of thing, go um, check the link in my bio, you know, link in bio. Um, And come to the workshop and get your spiritual, like goodness, depth on what are the other things? Uh, I can't remember. I think I'm blanking out. I need to go take a nap. So 
with all that said, as per usual, my friends, please take your medications, drink some water, eat, eat something that you enjoy, move your body in a way that feels good to you. Um, and then uh, call your person. And then I think, you know, maybe um, write in a journal. I don't know if you've been writing in a journal or if it's been helpful for you, but I want you to answer the question, um, how am I feeling right now? And um, if I'm not feeling great, what can I do about it? And if I am feeling great, how can I remember this moment and remember when I'm feeling shitty to remind myself that it won't always be this way? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, be kind to yourself, beloved. Get yourself, um, do something nice for yourself. Order some stuff online if that's your thing. Get a massage gun. I got myself a massage gun. Ooh, my legs feel so good after after that. Anyways, I'm done. I'm blathering. I love you. Follow me across the internet at the Kevin Garcia. Leave a rating and review in iTunes. Follow me. Uh, get on my my blah blah. You know the deal. I love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.